Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Time now for another week of our conversation with the head coach of the Cook Isle Hornets. Of course, that's Jamie Rogers, the one, the only. And we've got him on the line with us now. Coach, how are you, man? I'm, uh, I've been better after uh, last week's game, but hey, you know what? We uh, get a chance to uh, go back to work this week, get some things better. We, uh, we played a very good football team on Friday. And, uh, you know, we'll get better from there and uh, figure out what we did wrong and uh, be ready to go after this bye week. Yeah. Well, of course, for those that missed it, uh, Cook had such a tough task opening up against the Ware County Gators, who, of course, are uh, one of the favorites uh, in their classification. And, um so this was this was a tough task you knew it was going to be a tall order coming out of the gate coach um i mean so things were were fairly uh close early on but uh kind of give us an idea if you would kind of uh, just if you recap the flow of the game and how things went yeah sure you know we uh we already knew you did you know we we traded film and one thing's i've probably gotten really good at over the years is um you know, in 20 years in this business is evaluating talent, um, on film. It, it's not, it's not an easy thing and everybody can't do it just because you see a kid running through people and, and things like that, that that's all, de- de- you know, those things determine, uh, a bunch of things determine that, like, you know, who they're playing against and whatnot. But when I watch the film of working, they're, you know, uh, very, very good football team, very good football team all the way around. And then when you put the, um, you have, that kind of kid, uh, Castellano, you know, the, the quarterback. Yeah, on Thomas top Castellanos. Yes. I mean, you put him on top of it. I mean, he's – I can tell you this right now. I've been doing this a long, long time. And explosiveness in the open field, <laughs> elusiveness to tackle, he's one of the best that I've ever seen um, live and or on film. And UCF's getting a good get. They, he made some plays the other night that, um, you know, people just don't – I mean, regular kids just don't make. He, he's a – He's a power five talent, no doubt in my mind, um, and those kind of things. But other than that, a lot of you know, a lot of the backstory people won't know. Uh, we were out five starters, twelve total kids to COVID protocols that didn't, mm. that weren't even at the game. Um, and when you take five starters off of our team with the double A program, and you're playing one of the favorites in five A, that's not a good recipe. We yeah. had we had kids that are going to start for our JV on Thursday nights that were out there playing. Um, that's not an excuse I'm giving. They had, they got great experience, but that that tends to lead to uh, a lopsided score sometimes. Uh, the only thing I was disappointed about the other night, Bill, was our, you know, some of our guys when it got, I mean, the it was 31 to seven at halftime, seven to seven early on in the first quarter. 
um, and our kids were playing good, playing with a lot of energy. Uh, and then at some point, you know, the the numbers game takes a toll on you. And then they, they we give them a couple short fields. We snapped a punt over the head of the punter, um, got them down inside the 15. You know, and then 30, 31 to 7 didn't feel like 31 to 7. I was proud of the way the kids were playing, being down so many people and whatnot. Yeah. Um, and then we went out in the second half. We did not play good. We did not. Um, we did not show the kind of character that uh, that I want my teams to play with. We didn't play as hard as we could. I didn't think um, in the second half when, when and it's hard to get a 15 year old to play as hard as he can when it's 42 to seven. I understand that, but when you get to that place where those kids will play as hard as they can when they're not looking at the scoreboard and the scoreboard doesn't matter, then that's where your program is where it needs to be football wise. I think we talked about a little bit of that last week and we're still, we're still not there yet. I got you coach. Uh, again, the tall, tall order though. And, sure. and I'm not making excuses for you either, but uh, again, there's just some matchups where you know, it's going to be tough. Things would have to really fall perfectly for you to, to have a chance and they didn't but you know what good thing is it's a non-region game you put it behind you and i'm a big believer coach and i know you are too part of the very reason you scheduled this game and i'll let you talk to it but i just think that games like this while hard to take i think in the end it makes you a better football team no question we got out of there i think we had one kid that, uh um separated a shoulder but i mean that could that could happen in practice so we got out of there uh, relatively healthy. Um, you know, do, do you want to look back and look at back at a, at a score fifty-two to seven? No, absolutely not. But the kids, the kids will get better. The, the competition when when I mean, you know, obviously moving forward, we're going to play some really good teams. But we're probably not week in and week out going to see what what Ware County brought to us. You know, and so that kind of competition, in my mind, I'm I'm on the same same wavelength you are i mean i i think it, it's gonna it's gonna build you for a good double a schedule and um you know that they didn't try to embarrass our kids coach strickland is, is a great guy as far as um you know with as far as sportsmanship he did not try to run the score up they were doing things um to to not score that many points to be quite honest with you and it just worked out that way where uh where it ended up like that we made a ton of mistakes missed a ton of tackles um, all those kind of things. So he was not trying to run the score up, but you know, in the end, I think you, you're right. You're right on with, uh, you know, a game like that can help you in 2017. Uh, we got beat up pretty good by St. Augustine. When I was in Baker County, we went on to win 13 in a row. And the reason we won all those games in a row and we didn't let down any is because of what happened to us in week one. And you can learn a lot from that. No doubt about it, and I'm sure that's going to be kind of the uh, the approach here. We're talking with uh, Jamie Rogers. He's the head coach of the Cook Kyle Hornets, off to an 0 and 1 start. Uh, I guess too. Now uh, you mentioned uh, injuries. You had a separated shoulder, and that was about it. That was it. Yeah, injury wise, we got off. You know, we got out of there with uh, with minimal injuries. It was, uh, you know. As far as that goes, it's about as good as it could be. We need to get all our guys back off quarantine. Obviously, uh, the five guys that tested positive on our roster, um, I want them to be to be well. Um, I'm not worried about football with them. I just want them to be able to get over this and get through it, which most of them um, are. The symptoms are very minor for them. Um, and I just want them to be okay and be able to get back with us and get the other guys out of protocol back with us and be at full strength when – I mean, we're only when you got 60, 69, 70 kids, and you take twelve away. That's big, especially five starters. 
So we need to get them back this week in our bye week. Bye week came at a, at a good time, uh, as good as it could be for week two. I don't like a week two bye, but in this case, it's really helped us out because we should be able to get all our guys back from the COVID stuff. I got you. Um, so do you expect to have those players back this week? Is that what you're saying? or I'm thinking there's a chance that we get some of the guys – some of the guys that were just on the protocol, um, you know, they, they had been in close contact or somebody in their home had tested positive, one of those things. We should get the majority of those guys back. Now, I'm not exactly sure about the positive tests. It's all about when when those tests were positive and how many days and all that kind of stuff. I let the, I let the administration and the, and the nurses here, we've got great people up front that, that handle all that, and they'll tell me when they can get back. But as far as the guys that are we're just in the protocol, we're going to get the majority of them back this week. Well, I'm sure that'll uh, that'll certainly help out. So, yes. uh, listen, let's put where behind us, uh, and let's take a look at uh, the next opponent. Who you guys got yep. coming up next? We got we got our bye week this week, and then we'll go to Pella two weeks. Um, you know, they I, shoot, they I've watched them on film. They're much improved mm-hmm. um, as far as what I can tell as far I, I I've heard don't know this for a fact I think they've probably gotten in I I can tell you this I go back and look at last year's film I don't see the same some of the same kids I think they've got about five transfers in a couple from Coquit and a couple from TCC um mm-hmm. so that definitely yeah, that'd give them a shot in the arm for sure I think a couple of them are some of the coaches kids that uh that went you know to take over the Pelham job and then you know you you get a you get a few transfers in, you become uh, competitive pretty quickly um, in, in our classifications, one and two A. But um, you know, watch the film a couple times. It's going to be a tough task. They they've got some speed uh, on both sides of the ball. Uh, they like to uh, they like to be physical. So we'll see. It's it's definitely it's it's not where I can tell you that, but it will be a good te- a good test for us for sure. Absolutely. We are talking with Jamie Rogers. He's the head coach of the Cook Isle Hornets. Uh, again, one game uh, under their belt. Coach, um, so talk about the bye week coming up this week. Um, is this what you want at this point, especially after a game like the Ware game? Does it give you an opportunity to kind of, you know, go back and catch your breath and maybe work on mistakes and and things like that, or would you rather not that you really have a choice, but just asking, you know, does the does the early buy come at a, at a good time for you? I guess is my question. Yeah, great question. Normally, I would say no. And if you had a um, a team full of experienced kids, I would say no. And if you won, I would say no. But this one actually comes at a perfect time for us. Uh, we got a ton of young kids that are playing. We've talked about that. Um, there was an ugly loss. We're going to get back to some old school tactics at practice this week. Um, we're going to find out who really wants to be here, who really wants to play as hard as they can every play on Friday night. We're going to find those kids. And the kids that don't want to do it, they'll either stand on the sideline or they'll they'll have to pay money to watch it. So, And that's kind of what – that's my approach this week. It's, uh, you know, this is the way I've done it at Swanee. This is the way I've done it at Baker County. So we're going to, we're going to do it here. We're going to – this week we're going to – we're going to really practice hard on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. We've got a JV game, but before that, the older the older group, the varsity kids, are going to practice really hard on Thursday. I'll give them Monday and Friday off this week. Um, but we're going to practice really hard. We're going to see who loves football and who enjoys football. And once we figure that out, then we'll go back to game planning and worry about getting ready for Pella. But until then, we're going to we're going to practice football, and we're going to see who who will go get a first down on fourth and two, 
and who will stop somebody on fourth and two. That's we're, we're gonna we're gonna find those things out first, and then we'll worry about game plan. Coach, I know uh, you know it's hard to go back and find a uh, a top performer, but you know what? Um, I'm sure that you know there's there's somebody that stands out. Yeah. Uh, who was that person, that player, or players? Yeah, we had a couple on offense. I thought uh, played really good. Obviously, Jamarion Walker. Um, he's not one of those kids. If we'd give him the ball a hundred times, he would have toted it as hundred times as hard as he could have. Um, he ended up with 15 carries for 37 yards, a 28 yard touchdown run, um, against a very tough, good defense. Uh, he had two receptions for 12 yards. He, he was, he had our only touchdown. And then we had, uh, Eddie Watson, really good, uh, wide receiver. He had four catches for 65 yards. Those were, those are probably the, the two top performers. And really that's, Mind frame wise, they're they're two of our toughest kids mentally and physically, and it shows when you play really good competition. So let's talk about your next opponent. You mentioned them briefly earlier, uh, the Pelham Hornets. Uh, they're mm-hmm. coming off a victory. They had a coaching change this over the off season where right. uh, Dondrell Pinkins goes to uh, Mitchell County. Yep. And uh, of course, that that happened to be the uh, uh, the opening game uh, for Pelham this past That's weekend. Right. But um, what is it that um, I guess concerns you when you look at Pelham on film? Well, there the first thing that jumps off the film is that I, this now this information is kind of like bits and pieces. It's it's come from reliable sources, um, but it's kind of just bits and pieces that we're finding out. I think it, it's either the head coach or one of the coaches that came over to Pelham. Um, have two uh, two boys, one's a center and one's a guard. They look to be about 6'2", 285, both of them. Um, big kids that can move you off the football. Um, their left tackle looks to be around the 6'4", 300-pound region. Yep, that's that's uh, Lamar Landing Sons. That's right, yep. So, um, you know, so there's three linemen right there that jump off the page at you. Um, uh, uh, guard number 55 is probably the kid that gets after it the most. thing that jumped off the paper to me, was how good their offensive line play looked to me is, and it's just, and a, the reason it looks different from last year is because it's different kids. I think there's one kid that's playing offensive line there that played last year. The other ones are from from somewhere else or whatever. So um, that's the thing that jumped off the paper to me. Uh, I know the quarterback was uh, in the quarterback battle at Colquitt, and he transferred to Pelham. So I know they have a new quarterback, and the running back runs the ball really hard. Uh, huge receiver number 16 i don't i don't know his name um but they try to get him the ball a lot and he, he's a big kid he looks to be about six three 200 pounds um and then when you get on defense they run three three stack and they bring people from everywhere got a lot of good looking athletes on that side of the ball so um yeah it's uh they're 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 gonna they're gonna be another tough test and uh they, they're gonna make some noise in one day i think you know they they were able to beat Mitchell in, in week one, uh, you know, after coaching change. So I know that was a huge game. So you probably got, you know, every bit out of the kids. So, you, you know, they probably didn't leave any, any kind of trick plays or anything like that in the bag. They probably used all their stuff. That was a huge game. That's like, uh, that's like having Florida, Georgia week one, you know, that oh, yeah. I would think that's a huge rivalry game or, you know, one of those Barry and cook playing week one. So, um, you know, you get you can get a real good evaluation off that film, I think. Yeah, no no doubt. We are uh, wrapping up with uh, Jimmy Rogers, head coach of the Cook Kyle Hornets. 0-1 on the season, but looking to get back up on the horse. 
and that'll come uh, not this Friday night, but uh, in two weeks against the aforementioned uh, Pelham Hornets. Now, you mentioned uh, kind of what your approach was going to be. Um, Want to just try to get back to the basics and get back to the fundamentals. What exactly will the schedule be? So you guys taking off today? Yes, sir. And you'll take off Friday. Yeah, I will. Go, I'll send the our staff will go out and probably catch uh, three or four games live. Yeah, where we're able to go watch. You know, we'll, I'll send a couple to each game. Uh, the mo- most important ones coming up that I feel like we need a couple people to go watch our region games, and then probably send a couple to watch Brooks. Um, you know, and, and to try to get to get ready a little bit of edge on those games. So Monday and Friday, I've always taken off as the head coach. Uh, on our bye week, give our kids a little bit time to re- re- rest and reflection. Just come a little bit earlier, like we talked about. But Tuesday, we're going to have Tuesday and Wednesday. We'll have really tough padded practices. Uh, we'll lift beforehand, and then you know we'll go practice. And then Thursday is going to be a little bit different because we're not in school on Thursday, and we have a game, so uh, JV game. So I'll kind of I'll you know I'll put uh, the older kids. We'll probably go practice for a couple hours before it's time for the JV guys to get ready and then we'll go play our JV game and then that'll be it for this week. And then we'll get back to a regular schedule on Monday. All right. Well, coach, it sounds like you got a, a solid plan in place to get these boys back into the win column. And I don't think there's uh, any doubt uh, that that's where you guys will be when we talk again uh, on the cook coaches show next week, coach. Yes, sir. Thank you, Phil. I appreciate you, man. All right, Coach. Again, uh, y'all hang in there. But best of luck. And, uh, again, actually, we'll talk to you next week. There won't be a game we'll be talking about. But what we'll do is we'll focus our efforts on uh, getting caught up again uh, with more preview on Pelham. And uh, that's what we'll do next week. Yes, sir. Thank you. We're going to try to get this, uh, get all our kids back, our 12 kids back off the off the protocol. Hope just make sure everybody's healthy, and then we'll worry about football then. Sounds good, Coach, and we concur 100%. Coach, thanks so much for joining us, uh, Jamie. We'll look forward to talking to you uh, next week. Thanks, Phil. I appreciate it, man. All right. You're welcome, brother. Bye. Bye-bye. There he is. That's uh, Jamie Rogers, who, by the way, win or lose, man, you, you he's got to be feeling a lot better than he was this time last year as uh, was battling uh, COVID. And I tell you, it was just a, a bad situation all around. So, uh, hey, things could always uh, be worse, and so just a, a loss to get past, put it behind you. Again, where's probably going to be the best team that Cook plays all season long, I would think. So that's going to uh, go a long way, I think, uh, in the long run for the Cook Kyle Hornets. We'll certainly find out as we move forward. Again, we'll talk with uh, Coach Jamie Rogers next week right here on the Cook Coaches Show. I'm your host, Phil Jones. Hope you guys have a great week. We'll talk to you next week.